What's good, y'all? What's good, Real Talk Squad? This is Miles, and listen to Real Talk with Miles Johnson, where you know I always keep it real. Now, in this episode, matter of fact, before I start off, before I start off, y'all hear that beat in the beginning? Hit that link in the bio, oh, in that in the in the description, and go ahead and check out my man NH 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 calling the phone. Toughest beats out there toughest beats out there go check them out right now now let me get into this episode now you see the title of this episode this is the recap of the black sports business symposium powered by ESPN now your boy MJ was blessed and privileged to attend the black sports business symposium in Atlanta and it was amazing it was one of the best weekends of my life the fact that you had black professionals from all aspects of sports in one setting trying to help get you a job trying to help you get connections in the sports industry i mean i you can't make it up the fact that they were able to have this space in which they wanted to get more black talent in the sports industry. And you got to think about it. Most of these leagues are black. But the people in the front offices, the people making the decisions higher up, do not look like us. So how does that work? So most of the league in the NFL, the NBA are black. But come to the front offices, come to the people on the business side of sports, don't look like us. That's got to change. And the Black Sports Business Symposium tried to combat that, and they did a very good job. Now, I'll talk about my experience. It was a three-day event. It was from Thursday to Saturday. So what was that? It was Thursday the 16th to Saturday the 19th. No, I'm, I don't even know. It was Saturday the 18th. Yes, Saturday the 18th. And the first day was amazing. First day, you had Deion Sanders coming there, right? You had amazing. You had people, the VP of marketing from the Saints was there. I mean, like, you had so many heavy hitters. I, I it, it was so many. I had to, like, look it up on their Instagram page. It's called Black Sports Biz. And this isn't sponsored. I'm telling y'all about this event because I hope that once they have the event next year, that if you're listening to this right now, that you apply, get invited, and attend this event. And now, I was fortunate enough to actually be one of the 100 students that were sponsored to attend this event. So guess, so guess what? They paid for my transportation from Philly to Atlanta and then my housing, right? They got me in the Omni Hotel. So I was living, I was living art. I'm not going to lie. I was living art. I was living art. They had, they had, they had food. They had breakfast. They had lunch. I mean, they was treating us right. They was treating us right. And so ultimately, right, let's talk about the people that was there, right? People that was there. It was so many that you're not even. Let's talk about Jay Harris. You know, the anchor from ESPN. He was there. I got a pick with him. I did. Let's talk about, uh, we can go Kevin Warren, right? He's the commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. He was there. Let's talk about. I mean, you can keep going on. Let's talk about my man 
my man, my man, my man, Leonard Edwards, the vice president and head of global partnerships at Evil Geniuses. I mean, it was so many people. I mean, like, look, I'm going to have, oh, Dr. Valerie Carter, the president and CEO of V&J Holding Companies. Uh, I mean, and she was all. She's also a Green Bay Packers board member. So many, bro. So many. Obviously, I, I said Dion. Jamil Hill was there. Jamil Hill was there. She had a, um, you know, she was great. Uh, Max Siegel, the chief executive officer of USA Track and Field, he was there. So it's all these black professionals in one space, talking to us, giving us game, giving us knowledge, giving us wisdom about how they got to where they got in the sports industry. People talking about, no, matter of fact, one guy, Marcus Smith, graduated Morehouse uh, 2002. And that Morehouse connection is real. It's real. If I see if, look, and I'm an, and look, it's inspiring to know that you know, Morehouse alums really show some love after they graduated from their alma mater, right? And guess what? I'm going to do the same exact thing when I graduate Morehouse 10 years down the line and I see another Real Talk with MJ or I see another, you know, aspiring sports reporter, aspiring sports analyst, aspiring sports commentator, you know, that wants to be where I'm at, right? If I know, cross my fingers, you know, not, not even cross my fingers, I know I will, I will be that guy. Let me, let me, I know I'll be that guy and I want to pass that down to the next person. And that's exactly what Marcus Smith did. I'll talk, I'll tell y'all, you know what? I had an on-air ESPN audition. On Friday, all right. Out of the out of the three days on Friday, I had the ESPN on air audition, and I was in there. I was nervous. I was nervous. Marcus, before the uh, you know, before I got in the room to do the uh, audition, he was like, "Yo, calm down, get yourself together." I was like, "You're right. I'm tripping. Let me get myself together. I I I'm here for a reason. I got invited here for a reason, and just hear just me hearing him say that was like, you know what? I belong here." Be myself, right? You need, you need more guys that look like us in this field that you can be like, you know what, I trust you. You know what, you can give me wisdom because you know exactly what I feel. You you have been in the same position as I've been. You've been attending the same conferences, you know, when you were in college, when you were just coming out of college, right? Same way how I'm coming to this, some same way how I'm coming to these conferences, right? Trying to seek knowledge, trying to, Flat out get a job because if I'm be completely honest, bro, I'm trying to get a job in the fall. I'm trying to I'm trying to get some money. I'm trying to get some money in the fall. You know, uh, come school time too. I'm not trying to just work in the summertime. You know, be you know I'm be graduating Morehouse next year in the spring. So I gotta get some bread. I gotta get some bread. And the ESPN Black Sports or the Black Sport Business the Black Sports Business Symposium powered by ESPN did just that we had guys like steve welsh you know the senior correspondent at the nfl network he was there i talked about jay harris so in any aspect of sports they had somebody for basically what you wanted to do right basically for what you wanted to do had a lot of people there i mean i i, I can go down the line but i'm gonna send the, i'm gonna send i'm gonna have the link to the black sports biz instagram page and from there you can just really see all the speakers and huge shout out to Gregory Gibson for planning and being the visionary to plan out this whole event um, and 
take initiative to be like, you know what? We need more black talent on the business side. And honestly, nobody else is going to do it. I should do it. So, again, kudos to Mr. Gibson and his work with being a visionary to really get more black talent in sports. And, you know, I, I, I just can't thank him enough for what he did, what he did. Now, as far as my experience, I was in the same rooms as ESPN recruiters, as people that work for NFL, NBA. I've had I had one on one interviews with people at ESPN. Right. I would have never had if I did not attend this symposium. Right. Not only did I meet people that were in the black sport or in the sports field already being where I wanted to be. I was also able to connect with students at HBCUs, even at even at even at even at PD, even at PWIs too. But a lot of people from HBCUs that want to be sports reporters, that want to be sports analysts, that want to be sports agents, right? That want to make their mark in sports. So it was great to not only connect with black professionals in the sports industry, but to connect with black students that want to get into the sports industry just like me so that was it was just an amazing event uh, I, I just I just can't thank Mr. Gibson and the black sports biz and ESPN enough for this event and we should have more events like this because the more events like these we have the more opportunities we'll, we'll that will be afforded to black people in sports. Now you might be thinking, if you're white right now, I'm not. I'm not gonna say if you're white right now, but you might be thinking, uh, you know, well, why they gotta have all these black people in sports? The, the thing is, if there wasn't a symposium like this for black people, there wouldn't be no change. There would, there would, there would not be no change. Ultimately, we have to create these spaces. We have to create these events in where where we are in front of these recruiters, right? Because they're not going to be looking at us. We got to come to them. We got to create these spaces to come to them. It has to start from somewhere. And the Black Sports Biz just kicked it off in fabulous, fabulous fashion. Uh, so ultimately, uh, this was just uh, an amazing, amazing uh, time to uh, connect with black professionals. I actually, matter of fact, here. I actually, so they had this like speed networking event on Thursday, right? It was like, a, I'm going to have a video here. It was a crazy speed networking event. I mean, you would talk to somebody for like three minutes, then they'd be like, you know what? Next person. And you're talking to heavy hitters, bro. So like, I'm talking to people and then I, uh, you know, end up getting introduced to Tunde. I'm, I'm going to butcher your name, bro. I'm going to butcher your name. I'm so sorry. Tunde, I'm going to have his name. I'm going I'm to have his name somewhere somewhere here, right? I talked to him. He's like, yeah, I'm the vice president of the commissioner's office at MLS. I'm like, what, what the heck? And, you, and, and you're right in front of me? And you're right in front of me? So it's like I was able to learn about how he got to where he got in the sports industry and just, and just, and just seek knowledge and just learn and just connect with people to LinkedIn. I'm trying to see you. LinkedIn is like Instagram. 
if you treat LinkedIn like your Instagram page, you're going to get a job. You're going to get a job. Uh, you're you're going to get a job. So stop BSing. Go ahead and make that LinkedIn profile. You know, Instagram should be second. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, that, that should be second. LinkedIn should be your number one social media site that you're using because ultimately LinkedIn is a social media site. It's just for getting a job. And ultimately, you want to get paid. You want to get a job. So that would be the number one social media site that you should be focused on, right? So I was able to connect with him on LinkedIn. I was able to just learn knowledge from him in the sports industry. And it was just a fabulous. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Uh, I just get it again, again. It was just amazing, amazing, amazing event. Uh, and ultimately, this made me think. I'm not going to lie. I told this ESPN recruiter. I'm not going to say his name. But I told him, I want to be on air. I know for a fact. I know for a fact. I want to be on air. Like it's nothing. I know I will be on air one day. Uh, and he was basically telling me that if you want to be on air, you have to number one every single day focus on your skills in terms of being on air. So that's putting out content every single day. Every single day to hone to hone in on your skills because best believe if I'm slacking, somebody else is not slacking and they're gonna take my spot. On air is so competitive, it's like if you're not working at it every single day, you're gonna be behind the curve. So number one, you gotta work every single day if you wanna be on air. Number two, a lot of these jobs at ESPN. They aren't going to prepare you to be on air, right? So what this got me thinking about, I'm going to be completely honest, bro. I want to, what, what I what I ultimately want to do, and with this podcast, what I, what, I want to, what, I, what I want to do is my long-term goal, I want to build this podcast up to such great heights to where now, there's a real talk with MJ Podcast Network where I have other black creators or just creators in general that can create content on this podcast network. That's the ultimate goal. And look, I'm sharing this with y'all because y'all my family. I love y'all. Y'all been with me. Y'all been rocking with me from the jump. And I'm going to let y'all know like how I'm feeling about this, right? I have a vision for Real Talk with MJ that can really just like surpass anything that I thought of when I first started. I thought starting Real Talk with MJ, I was like, you know what? It's like a podcast. I'm going to just, you know, record here now and then and all that. But coming to the symposium, let me realize I got to put my foot to the gas. And that's what I'm, is that, that, that is exactly what I'm going to do, right? So I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. One last thing. Uh, it was great to know that they're actually people that look up to me in my podcast. I was approached maybe like four or five times during the symposium. People were like, you know, I, you know, have looked at your podcast. I've checked your stuff out. You're doing great work. And for me, I think this is like a victim of social media. I like to come, I compare myself to others. And I think, you know what? I got to step up, which I do, but you know, I don't appreciate what I have right now, my fan base I have right now. I don't appreciate that too much. 
and being at that symposium, seeing people come up to me in person and be like, I look up to Real Talk with MJ, it meant the world to me. Because it was like, I'm doing something right, and I'm inspiring somebody to chase after their dream. And ultimately, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And if I can inspire somebody else, no matter if, no matter if I have 100 followers, 500 followers, 1,000 followers, 20,000 followers, if I'm inspiring people to, to, to chase after what they want to chase after, to chase after their goals, to use their God-given gifts, then I'm doing something right. So this is Real Talk with MJ where y'all know I always keep it real. There's going to be a lot of stuff in store this summer. I promise y'all, we are going 100%. There are going to be interviews. There are going to be partnerships that you're going to be like, oh, Miles on some Miles, Miles snapping right now. So there's going to be a lot of stuff in store. Be tuning for that. I'm going to have a schedule of when exactly I post. And another thing, I'm going to be on Twitch. I'm going to do some live streaming. I'm going to do some live reactions to some of these games. I know y'all going to like that too. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all of that jazz. I'm going to have the link in the description to my man and Nate and his, and his uh producing Instagram and to all the people I mentioned in this video. With that being said, y'all, I'm out.